In today's episode, we'll be talking about the not-so-gay cake maker. Coming up next. Hey, hey, everybody. It's Kathy, your host, and I'm here with Crystal, your co-host, and welcome to another episode of Rant and Resolve. We're so glad you're still listening. Aren't we, Crystal? I am so happy everybody's sticking with us because we are crazy fun and all of the above. And apparently, well, it's Kathy only going to get better. She has designated me as the hype girl. So I had to Google that Urban Dictionary, the one that gets the party lit. So I yep. guess that fits my style. <laughs> so, speaking of, how's your week been? Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. Well, my week has been awesome. I got to tell you, I had the most amazing chili cook-off with my sister-in-law, who is a.k.a. my sister, Tessie. So we decided to do two styles of chili, and I believe, Kathy, you got to be the taste tester. I did venison meat, and she did ground meat, but we made it from scratch. It was so much fun. We had a really great time with it. Cooking during COVID. Absolutely. (laughs) Keeping it safe. I'm going to share it. It's my funny story of the week, I guess. Uh, This guy, he got caught on camera robbing some like store. And so anyway, long story short, he shows up to court the next few months later to get his sentencing or say he's not guilty. And he shows up wearing the same freaking shirt he was wearing in the camera. (laughs) (laughs) He's so special. Yeah. But that is okay. <laughs> I don't really what know. Kind of, what kind of person shows up to court in the same shirt you wore when you did the robbery? All right. So we're gonna we're not talking about criminals today. Today we're talking about the not so gay cake maker. I think today's rant is really a very common issue. And I think it deserves a continual conversation. It seems like a lot of people are still talking about it. They're still dealing with it. And it's the facts of the case of the Masterpiece Cake Shop versus the Colorado Civil Rights Commission. For those of you who don't know in the wedding world, I'm sure everybody does, if you're listening and you're in the wedding world, this case was pretty interesting. It was about a cake maker who refused to make a cake on the grounds that he doesn't create wedding cakes for same-sex weddings because of his religious beliefs. So it became a huge, you know, case because in fact, it said, uh, I was reading an article here that it says that uh, Phillips, who was the guy, Jack C. Phillips, he was the cake designer. He felt that He believed that decorating cakes is a form of art through which he can honor God, that it would displease God to create cakes for same-sex marriages. So it was basically all around his religious beliefs that he didn't want to do it. Well, the gay community just went in an uproar. Uh, They started talking about discrimination. So this case really blew up, And and it blew up with a lot of great valid points. And a lot of rants have come out of this. A lot of things have come out of this. I agree with both sides. 
So I'm kind of ranting on one. I see the point of the religious cake maker on his religious beliefs, but I also see the point of, you know, the gay community. Is this a discrimination case? You know, is this where we're coming through and are we discriminating against them because they're gay? And so, or are we discriminating against the business owner because he's religious? Working in the wedding world, you know, I remember we were DJing weddings. We started that at the very beginning when gay weddings weren't even legit. They weren't even, you couldn't even get married in Texas. It was called a commitment ceremony. And so when all this was coming out, it was like, I remember people would call and say, you know, will you do a gay wedding? They were asking Mm -hmm. these questions. They had to ask them because of things like this and other people. For me, specifically in the wedding world, it was really difficult because I was doing weddings when it was called a commitment ceremony and it wasn't legalized. And the interesting fact is a lot of venues and vendors, surprisingly for me, I guess because I'm such an open book, you know, and love everybody and just want everybody to have love however they have love, trying to even book weddings for some of these same-sex couples was a challenge. And it it really shocked me how many people were actually not willing to do gay marriages, even if it was a commitment ceremony, because it wasn't legalized. That was a whole thing and having to go through a lot of these vendors and specifically say no really, really uh, shocked me to the core. I just love all people, every person. I love the diversity of things like that, but I also love love. And I just feel like that love should come in any form that it should be. It was a really tough one for me to kind of read through with the articles and things that were coming out at that time, because I, I mean, I'm in Dallas, Texas, and most of my cake make- makers are gay. So, <laughs> you know, I, mean, I was like, whoa, the cake what? Makers cake are gay maker? already. I mean, like, I mean, I had gotten a lot of pushback with venues and other vendors, but never a baker or a florist. <laughs> and so I, I found that kind of really interesting. And the fact so that it all it went all the way there. to Supreme Well, and the fact yeah. that it went all the way to Supreme Court. Well, and I'll tell you why here in a minute when we talk about the resolve, it, it, you know, because I think the, the resolve is important and I don't think it's completely resolved, just like a lot of issues that we're all facing here in today's society, you know, with regards to discrimination, diversity. I think where I want to take this is it goes on a whole different level. And that this is why this case is so important. But to go back to the wedding world is that, you know, there are still venues that say we don't take same sex couples and they're very clear about it and they can be. So I guess you got any more rants on that? Well, you know, I would say that the few now at this time, the few that are refusing to serve as gay couples are just really missing out because they're beautiful weddings. They're amazing. And, you know, they're just missing out on income as well. I would like to turn this around into a positive note, though, because Back then, when I was doing commitment ceremonies, they weren't actual weddings, they were commitment ceremonies you know, a lot of people were saying no. The positive thing that has come out of a lot of things since then is that 
so many more vendors and venues and wedding professionals are like, absolutely. And they're disclosing that on their websites and they're disclosing that on their social media that they are equal all for everyone. And so that gets me really excited because I love seeing the change. I think there's a lot of growth that needs to be had based on some of the few that are just not going to get on board. And, you know, in today's time, you can't ask people to be or choose other religious choices. And that's completely up to them, mad respect to their choices of life. But I love seeing that because we're a diverse company where we just love everybody. I love being able to see the fact that now more and more venues, business owners are absolutely gay friendly. And I think that's huge. I think that's super awesome. So the bottom line is, it shouldn't be about gay or straight or who they are or what they are. But because we live in America, we have what's called the First Amendment. And the First Amendment protects. Okay. So let me, the first amendment provides that Congress can make no law respecting an established establishment of religion or prohibiting its free exercise. It protects freedom of speech, the press assembly, and the right to petition the government for a redress of grievances. The First Amendment is also the most important to the maintenance of a democratic government. We all have to be in this democratic government because this is what makes America, America. It states that Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. That's what the First Amendment is. That's what it boils down to. Here's what it's protecting. It's protecting the gay cake maker to be able to decide if he wants to only make cakes for gay people. It's protecting the business owner who's religious, who wants to protect his religious rights. So in no way does this become a discriminatory topic. It's more about our freedoms. And if we take away that freedom, if the cake, if the gay people could have won or they would have won, then it would have changed the First Amendment for everyone. And whether you are gay, straight, whatever it is, as a small business owner, you reserve that right. Just like we have the right to have this podcast. We have a freedom of speech. We can talk about whatever we want. And of course, we're not going to talk about whatever we want in a hateful, <laughs> discriminatory, we're, you know, we're very diverse. So we want to talk to everybody. The, the problem with this, this controversy, this issue that's going around is that I think people are missing the boat. They're focusing so much on, oh, you don't like me because I'm gay or, oh, it's because of my religion. I think you're missing the boat about democracy. And if we take away those freedoms, we're now restricting our business, our speech, our government, our religion. We're, we're restricting ourselves to this combined point that this is what makes us all diverse. So we don't want to take away those First Amendment rights for either 
just because we don't believe in their religion or what they believe in inside their religion doesn't mean that we have to do business with them. They can go do business with their people. The gay people can do business with their people. The not so gay cake maker can do business with whoever he wants. I can agree with you, Kathy, 100%. And You know, I know that you probably have so much more to say on this topic because you could probably go on for days with it because you have so much insight to this topic. But what I would like to say to everybody out there is, you know, I mean, do you and that's okay. You know, you have that right to feel how you feel. But at the end of the day, if you're a cake maker that doesn't want to make a cake for a gay couple or you're a gay couple that's frustrated by a cake maker that doesn't want to make a cake for you, at the end of the day, if it ain't your rodeo, then don't ride that bull. The people that don't agree with you are going to be a waste of your time and you can do better. And well, that's and not to mention say. that, just Google people. Google the people you want to support and do business with. This is what I love about 100%. small business enterprise. You can Google them. You can find them. In fact, a lot of these wedding sites now, there's like wedding sites now for gay weddings that support all nothing but people that want to do business for gay weddings. You could probably search any religion and find anything that you need based on your religious. So, you know, if you're Catholic, Christian, Protestant, whatever it is that you are, do business with people you support. And that's what this is about. Let's not take away our freedom because we may disagree. What we want to do is give everybody that chance, have that diverse business, go run your business the way you want to. You're going to attract the people that you want to for your business. People looking for those gay wedding people, they're out there. They're out there. They support you. They're ready to help you. And for those of you that are very religious, go find the religious vendors. They're out there too. They're out there and they are ready to help you. And that's what it's about. We don't want to put anybody out of business because they're gay or their religious beliefs. That's where we then become discriminatory. We have to embrace all of our diversity. We need to work on being in this together and find avenues to find the businesses. If you want to do business and work with people based on who you are, make it clear on your website. Make it clear on your marketing. Make it clear. Hit that niche market and go after it. And when somebody calls you, if it's not a great fit, there's a way to be nice about it. There's ways to be really cool about it and not be rude just because you don't want to do business with a certain type of person or a certain person. I think at the end of the day, it's just kind of love all be all. And, Mm -hmm. you know, do you and you don't have to do business with somebody that you necessarily disagree with. And that's okay. It's really okay to be that way. It's just everybody has different beliefs. Everybody has different styles of living. Mm -hmm. Everybody has a, a mission in life and can always bring a lot to this world in life. Yeah. And the main thing is we want to support all small business owners. Absolutely. We want to support your, your free, all your freedoms, the five freedoms in the amendment. We want you to, we want to support your freedom of speech, religion, press assembly, and the right to petition the government. You have all those rights. We do not want them taken away. So we can't just exclude one group and not exclude another. We're all in this together. As much as it's somebody else's right to refuse, it's equally your right 
right to choose. And I want everybody to take that with them. Why can't we all just get along and love each other? It's just loving each other, you know? It's just, I love your business. You should love mine. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Rant Resolve, where we help bring both consumers and business owners together to help create the ultimate buying and selling experience. Join us next week when we talk about shoe slash newlywed game. Enjoy another week of love. We'll see you next week.